What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. I remember uh, 1974. I was uh, in northern Michigan, August. And we were all huddled around a small TV set. We used to go on vacation with my cousin's family, my cousin's cousin's family, uh, a couple other families. We essentially bought out the entire resort for a couple weeks, and it was August of 74 with 27 kids and a lot of drunk parents that we all sat around one TV set with the rabbit ears and watched Richard Nixon resign from the office of the presidency, and that was stunning, stunning. And half of the people thought he had been railroaded out of office and half of the people there applauded, and the rest of his kids just wanted to get back to going, uh, uh, staying up late. We were staying up late that night to watch Richard Nixon resign, I think. Then the announcement, the day before he resigned. Anyway, then fast forward to uh, Bill Clinton, when news came that, in fact, he did have sex with that woman. I did not have sex with that woman. Well, turns out he did. And I remember saying to my father again, this is back in the 90s. I said, he's going to be gone, right? This happened around Thanksgiving. He's going to be gone. He can't stand the embarrassment and the scrutiny. He will resign. The equivalent of Barry Goldwater and others will walk uh, to the White House again. And the Democrats, instead of the Republicans, the Republicans told Nixon, you got to go. And he went. And the Democrats will tell Clinton, you got to go. But he didn't. And I thought, wow, the world has changed. And apparently it's still. Uh, changed. There is no shame. The House Ethics Committee announced that it has opened a broad investigation into New York Republican Congressman George Santos. He has come under scrutiny for multiple lies. Ah, that's such an ugly word. Multiple embellishments. Multiple terminological inexactitudes. All right, just set that aside. However, now... Apparently, as ABC News has been reporting today, not only is he under scrutiny for the terminological inexactitudes, okay, everybody embellishes a resume. Just set that aside. There's been a lot of liars in Congress, blue ones and red ones, and there's a lot in there now that just lie, 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 lie. It's a business model. So set that aside. Uh, but now he has some campaign financial issues to deal with. And that was all before the latest discovery, which ABC News is reporting today, that he was interviewed by the U.S. Secret Service back in 2017 as part of some sort of skimming investigation that targeted a friend of his in Seattle. Then, oopsie, apparently he had to uh, raise his right hand in court and swear to tell the truth that he may not have. So now let's welcome the man who's been watching this develop hour by hour today. Andy Field is here, ABC News correspondent in the nation's capital, who joins us now. Andy, thank you for your time late on a Friday afternoon. So the House Ethics Committee announced that they have broadened the investigation, but as we know, all of these ethics investigations move so slowly, he could survive this. What's the timetable on this? Well, you know, you're, you're right. The, the Ethics Committee on the House is kind of like the Bermuda Triangle. You sail into it, and sometimes it's, you and the subject is never heard from again. But George Santos is pretty public there, and uh, look, he's only been in office two months, and he already has an entire ethics subcommittee form 
just to investigate all the claims committee uh, against him. And it is a very long list. Uh, did Santos break any laws during the 2022 campaign? Did he disclose all the required information to the House? Did he violate conflicts of interest laws? Did he engage in sexual misconduct with a potential staffer trying to get a job in his office? And that's just from the last two months of complaints. Uh, but as they say in the commercial, but wait, there's more. Uh, <laughs> uh, and today we find out that he may have committed perjury in a case involving a friend of his. Now, it's, it's complicated. It involves a skimming machine with an ATM, but it was someone I guess he was living with or was in the same building with. But he actually testified on his friend's behalf in this case. Uh, there was never any allegation that George Santos had done anything wrong, except... We have copies of the testimony, and he swore under oath to the judge that he worked for Goldman Sachs. We know that's not true. Uh, that is committing perjury in a court, and he may face perjury charges now. So uh, he also faces uh, an investigation from his own party in New York. Uh, he's got constituents who campaigned and voted for him that are uh, lighting torches and uh, knocking on the door of the castle saying it's time for you to leave. Uh, there's all kinds of things that are going on with George Santos. I'm not quite sure how he gets anything done with all these investigations. But Well, all he has to get done, Andy, is vote Republicans whenever the Speaker asks him to do so. I mean, the, the Speaker's going to slow walk this for sure because they really need his vote. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby at the whole school. Yeah, I can me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created this show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Well, what's interesting with the with the ethics committee, it was it was unanimous. It, it is an equal number of Republicans and and Democrats. So even Republicans are kind of fed up with him at this point. Uh, but you're right, Speaker McCarthy needs this guy. He's only got a four vote margin uh, in in the House to keep his job. And the way he managed to get that job was to say that. The threshold was pretty low to, to say, hey, we don't like Kevin McCarthy anymore. Let's take a vote and vote him out of here. So he's going to pander to these folks. Uh, and I think George Santos knows this, as well as the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the others uh, who were reluctant to have Kevin McCarthy become a speaker. So it is a very delicate little dance that's going on in the Republican Party in the House right now. And George Santos is, is just one of their many problems. Has Santos and Mitt Romney had any further interactions? <laughs> no. You're talking about the uh, the now infamous moment where we had uh, international rip, lip, lip readers uh, looking at both of them because you couldn't hear the sound. But uh, basically, and I think Mitt Romney's confirmed this, that he said to Santos as he's walking down the aisle, you should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, Santos saying, well, that's not very Mormon of you or something to that extent. But, um, you know, again, pretty mild comments for what went on that night with people yelling, you lied to President Biden in the middle of a speech. Yeah. So if he's found to be financially in trouble, or if the Secret Service comes forward and the perjury charge happens from that, uh, the Goldman Sachs, 
that would be enough where they would have to jettison him. And then it goes back to New York, and the governor, Democrat, uh, she pretty much sets the timetable for a special election. That's cor- that's correct. Uh, it's not a done deal that even if even if he did all these things, and and the ethics committee gives him a, a big slap on the wrist and re- recommends that they expel him, you got to have a majority in the House to do that. And it's not clear that the Republicans will get rid of one of their own if that means getting one vote closer to not being in the majority anymore. It's not the first time that a party has. Uh essentially uh, compromise their quote-unquote values uh, to keep somebody either in the House or the Senate. We've seen it time and time again in the uh, history of the nation. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, it, it, it certainly adds to the cynicism of voters across the country thinking that no matter what party you're in, they will simply defend their uh, right to power when they hold it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it certainly doesn't make for great government when you have someone who basically has admitted he lied about everything to get into office (laughs) and uh, is staying in office and continues to hold the power that that one vote holds when you're in Congress. It's a moral conundrum. Andy Field, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Have a terrific weekend. I'm sure we'll talk next week. All right. Thanks. He he says he, uh, you know, that he embellished his record. Look, embellishing is saying you've got an A when you get an A minus. Lying is saying you, you graduated from a college you didn't even attend. And, and he shouldn't be in Congress, and uh, they're going to go through the process and hopefully get him out. And uh, But he shouldn't be there, and, and uh, if he had any shame at all, he wouldn't be there. Well, he doesn't have any shame. Forget that. And I'll take the under on them running him out of office, at least not for a long, long time. That was uh, Mitt Romney after the State of the Union, and apparently they had some speaks. And uh, uh, Santos, uh, Mitt Romney said, you're an ass. And then uh, Santos... Uh, doubled down on that and told Mitt to his face that he was something far worse. And the Mitt was asked, what did he say? And Mitt, uh, I, I, don't, I didn't hear it. Why did you make a point to say that, though? I mean, you went, I mean it was kind of out of your way to, to well, He was standing that. right there in the aisle, shaking hands with everybody. Did he respond to you? Uh, he may have. I didn't hear anything he said. I didn't hear that. Uh, we don't use those words in Utah. You know, that guy would have made a good president. And I've got to tell you, I think Paul Ryan would have been a good uh, VP, too. But, alas, that was then. Party's changed. Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.